as parents, we have an idea of what it is that we want our children to do when we tell them to do things. And because they have so often shown us that they understand, we think that they understand the whole picture. But their behavior does tell you what they don't yet fully understand, even when it seems like it. Their behavior, or lack thereof, is a window into what you still need to teach. So today's topic is going to be the difference between teaching and telling. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do and how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech-language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned, because In this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee, along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. A quick pitch here before we get started. Coaching enrollment is open. So if you are considering getting some help, some support, in teaching your kids to listen better and to communicate, contact me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com and I look forward to hearing from you. All right, let's get into it. The difference between teaching and telling. How do we know that we still need to teach and how do we know when telling is enough? The answer lies in your child's behavior. They're communicating to you, maybe we don't like what we're seeing, but they're communicating to us, and I should say us. I did this so many times with my kids. I would tell them something, and I think that they have it. I'd ask them, do you understand? And they say yes. But of course, what I didn't understand early on was, in my head, I have a full understanding of what I mean by what I say. And when I ask them, do you understand? They're saying yes, because what they're understanding is the full understanding of what they understood. They don't know what it is that they're missing. So the only logical answer is yes. So let's break it apart into usable chunks. When we tell our kids something, it doesn't mean that there's any follow-through. When you tell someone something, they might 
int excuse me they might intellectually have an understanding of what it is that you're talking about but there's no guarantee that they can do the thing that you ask them to do or that they understand that the timing is now or that it means them and you expect it right now when we have little kids we often do teach them and we understand that they don't know but interestingly once kids get to be teens or or a little bit older we will say something to them like be sure you check the oil in the car how often would a kid actually go out and pull the dipstick to see what the oil is like or see if it's the right height or do they know which of the little loops that they find in the engine is a dipstick or do they even know to look under the hood to find the dipstick teaching would be going side by side showing them how to open the hood showing them that it's the yellow loop typically yellow that will be the dipstick and you pull it out and you see these little marks on the stick that's where you need to find the oil between these two lines teaching them means that their hands might get dirty. Teaching them means you do it again and again. Teaching them also means that later on, when you're in the house, you say to them something like, tomorrow, I want you to check the oil in the car before you drive to school. It also means you're going to say to them, I'm going to text you and ask you, how the oil is. I use this as an example because recently somebody I know said to his kids, keep an eye on the oil in the car. Keep an eye on the oil meant everything to the father in this family. But the kids did not know what that means clearly. They have an idea. They didn't exactly know that that meant what frequency and who actually is going to be doing the checking, and what time they're supposed to be checking, and then what do they do when they find the oil's low, and do they have oil in the car? Anyway, the car had seized, and the car was ruined. And this is one of those common experiences where we as parents, we think that our kids know what we mean by what we say. We think that we have talked about it. We think we have exhibited all the information to them that they need. But I'm telling you that their behavior will show you if they need more teaching. In this context, telling them was not enough. They needed some further instruction. They needed some further teaching. And I will also add training on that. The training would be the regularity and the consistency from parents to go back and check on how did your child brush their teeth? How did they understand the instruction? Did they do the dishes when they were told? Do, to what degree did they clean their bedroom when told? These four examples and many other tasks that we expect from our children lets us know plainly if the kids need further teaching. Now, of course, sometimes we know that our kids are refusing, and that is a different situation. But I will say when we go into the conversation with our kids from the perspective of, oh, 
I see that you didn't do this completely, so I wanted to figure out what you don't quite know. Did you know that I meant now? We ask them some kind of question that acknowledges that there could be a breakdown in communication. Now, I know that sometimes we'll go at this and they really just refuse and they might play dumb and they'll say, oh yeah, yeah, thank you for letting me know. Or maybe they won't even say thank you for letting me know. Maybe they will just fly in our face. But you are never wrong to come toward your child with language that is curious, with language that explores what it is that they might have had in their mind, what they might have understood, what the discovery is that they might be making or that you're making about what they do and don't know. You're not wrong when you go at them with that kind of mindset. When you have that kind of mindset, they will recognize you believe in them. They will know that you're on their team. And as a whole, it lessens the amount of time that they come reactive at you. It lessens the combativeness. In a simple summary, telling our children is like feeding them information without giving them the benefit of a context, without giving them practice. Teaching them is explaining how and why and when you do something. It is the talking about this thing, whatever it is, in the various contexts and explaining these reasons behind why you do what you do. It is enriching their understanding. And training is practicing it. Teaching and training go right together because if you're truly teaching, you will be also training. And that means to practice it with them until they're practicing it themselves. And when it's a routine or something that you want them to do, such as the chores or their personal body caretaking, the training that you do with them over time produces automation. And then when we have trained them enough that they are then practicing on their own, so much so that it becomes automated, then we know they have learned, truly learned. Telling somebody something does not produce learning. It is the practice and the doing that produces the learning. So give them opportunities while you walk it through with them to teach them and to train them so that then, in doing, they have learned. When we really get a handle on the differences between teaching and telling, we completely change how it is we interact with a child. And if you are homeschooling or teaching chores or doing something that you really want your kids to learn, getting your mind into that mindset of play, of curiosity, of exploration, of discovery, of practice, will give you the language naturally that comes out of that play mindset so that when you interact, they more naturally join you, even when they don't want to do the task at hand. Now, even though this sounds a little pie in the sky, I know that our kids will resist us at times. I get that. But when we can practice this ourselves, and get into these mindsets, then we learn how to communicate with them in the way their brain is understanding better.
So I hope that helps you understand the difference between telling and teaching and the support of training as part of teaching along the way. Have fun with those kiddos. Remember, moms and dads, when you get behind the eyes of a child, you can speak in ways their brains understand. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you feel hopeful and want to hear more, please share this podcast with other parents that might want the same. I would be so appreciative if you would rate and review. You can also connect with me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com. At